106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Good morning, Vietnam! Here's Johnny. He told me, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. You're gonna need a bigger boat. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. I love you. I know. Say hello to my little friend. Rose, where we're going, we don't need Rose. Salt in my beer. I'm, I'm saying I'm ready. You just don't, when you're ready, you say you're ready. I'm just saying because a movie like this where they're drinking, enjoying the, the spoils of life. You got you to enjoy the spoils of life while you're recording, am I right? Okay, All right? I'm ready. Ooh, that's a good beer. Okay, are you ready, Frank, now? Yes. <laughs> I think that was actually a good intro that you just said. <laughs> good, because that's where I'm going to start it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, everyone. <laughs> It's one of those days again. Uh, greed and class discrimination threaten a newly formed symbiotic relationship between the wealthy Park family and the domestic Kim clan. Mm-hmm. What movie is this? Um, Parasite. 2019. Best picture. Yes, sir. Best picture. Um, does anybody know what it beat out for best picture in 2019? Oh, uh, I know. Uh, tell me. Joker. Okay, tell me. Yeah, Joker yeah. was one. The Irishman. Yeah. Little this Women. Was, this was actually a breakout, mm-hmm. like a surprise pick. I, I want to say Marriage Story. Yes, because I was rooting for Marriage Story because I like uh-huh. me some Kylo Ren. Ford so, versus Ferrari. Okay, yeah, that's like the ultimate dad film. <laughs> <laughs> I remember yeah, reading it rabbit. somewhere, and I and I watched it. It, 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 it. It's a great film with Matt Damon and Christian Bale, but that's like that's a movie you can throw on at like. Three o'clock Sunday, like when it eventually comes on TBS, it's on you know, HBO, and just like watch it with your dad and just like enjoy it. You see when it comes out on TBS, like eventually when it does come oh, on okay. TBS. Right now, like it's on like HBO. Like when it's like, like a random K Fox movie. <laughs> yeah, it'll be that Saturday at six p.m. movie. Mm-hmm. Saturday at two p.m. movie. I was watching a movie like that. Yeah, that's what I was like. like yeah, it's, it's like it's it's just like I don't know if you guys seen it. Like it's it, it, a good movie. It's a hell of a movie too. Like, yeah, I think that year we had a ton of really good movies mm-hmm. to pick from. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't upset that it beat out, you know, Jojo Rabbit, Marriage Story, Little Women. Mm-hmm. Jojo uh, Rabbit was a good one. Nineteen Seventeen. Like, there was tons of good movies. Yeah, and then Nineteen Seventeen was actually a really good flick. That was really good. Yeah, sim- the, the way it was shot, shot. Yeah, the way it was singularly shot was actually really surprisingly done well. I'm gonna get around to it. I know. <laughs> I, feel, I wasn't gonna say anything, but I'm like, I, I ain't want nobody to be like, oh, three of them seen it. Just yeah, I'm gonna get around to it. I know. Oh, you haven't seen that one yet? Oh, I haven't seen um the Ferrari one, so I guess yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, ha- even. Have y'all have y'all seen Little Women? I, was, I, I know. I, I talk about it. I talk I've seen about the original. It. And I've read it, the book. <laughs> I'm like, it's like I want to say like ten different versions. <laughs> oh, I seen the one that came out like in the '90s. I believe. 
Yeah, well, like alone or wider and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 yeah. I would say like this one, uh, directed by uh, Greta Gerwin. Like it's it's phenomenal. It's just a wholesome, nice movie. But it lost, Josh. We're not talking about the loser. We're talking about the winner. <laughs> Parasite. <laughs> get back to the topic at hand. Ready to talk about Parasite too? <laughs> but it lost. We're not here to talk about losers. So wholeheartedly and honestly, I didn't see this movie until probably like mid quarantine. Whoa. Yeah. Because it's so we'll start it here. It's a foreign yeah. film. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there's subtitles throughout the entire you can there's a couple English English phrases phrases that I found. Um, but for the most part it is all subtitled. And I think it turns people off. Me and Josh are talking about this, like mm-hmm. We sleep on a lot of foreign films, especially the ones that are subtitled, whether it be in Korean or French, mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But those are some of the best movies out there. And I'm glad that I didn't sleep on this because I nice. love this movie. Like, a good example of that is uh, Amelia. Is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah. I love I love Amelia. I'm glad you mm-hmm. brought that up. Don't get sidetracked, though. Okay, we're gonna get we'll get search up with Amelia. Sorry, but, but yeah, like uh, like Zeus said, we were talking about like I, I was like very excited because I knew eventually that we would have to go international. Like, are you still watching Ghost International? So I was very excited about that because you can recommend something to someone and then you can be like, oh, it's in Chinese or it's in French, and like you can just see their eyes roll to the back of the head, like, fuck that, I'm, I want to watch a movie, not read. <laughs> Sometimes you and, gotta turn off the, the Transformers and the Marvels and get into a movie like International and something that yeah. broadens mm-hmm. your, your, what do you call it? Your thought process. <laughs> not just horizon, but your thought process, and you have to open your mind a little with it, especially with this movie. I, I want to give uh, a quote that uh, the director, Bong Joon-ho, said about this. And he said, once you overcome the one-inch tall barrier of subtitles, you will be introduced to so many more amazing films. I 100% agree. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Pretty much all of his movies are from, uh, for good. I've seen The Host, Mother, Snowpiercer, which a lot of people have probably seen. Uh, Encore, that's on uh, Netflix. Parasite is on Hulu. And I just recently found out like his 2003 murder mystery movie, Memories of a Merchant, is on Hulu. Like it, it was hard to trace that for like many years. And they, they finally got like a, like a wider release last year, probably thanks to the win of Parasite. But I, I was like on Hulu. I was like, oh shit, Memories of a, Mur- Memories of a Murder. I'm watching that. So just to kind of give the our listeners a little backstory to this, uh, I'm going to go through its list of awards. Other than Best Picture, it also <laughs> won Best Achievement in Directing, Best yes. Original Screenplay, Play, Best International Film Feature, Best Achievement in Production Design. Oh, there's a nominee. I'm sorry. Those, so those are all the Oscars. It has Golden Globes. It has BAFTA Awards. It has SAG Awards. Like, the list keeps going and going and going and going. So really don't sleep on this, y'all. Like mm-hmm. get Hulu. I think you can try it out for seven days for free. And uh it's worth the freaking watch. And this dude, this list is so fucking long. It's very accessible. It really is. Made by a director who work is also very accessible. Like the beginning of the movie is like 
uh, one of the main characters, their son, is trying to steal free Wi-Fi. I don't know about y'all, but I can identify with some shit like that. <laughs> trying yeah. to steal some free Wi-Fi and be like, oh, <laughs> not free no more. <laughs> Let me go stand over here. <clears throat> Let me stand over here. <laughs> what does it say? Search the all the corners. Go into the corners and they'll find it. And eventually they did. <laughs> uh, uh, when I saw that, I was like, yep, that takes me back to a couple okay, moments ago. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, some of his other notable movies, uh, you have Snowpiercer, you have Okja, mm-hmm. and That's then uh, makes you cry. What else is here? Let's just run down the list. I'm just going through his writing uh, credits, yeah. but um, producer, it's Paradise. Uh, sorry, Parasite, Okja, Sea Fog, and Snowpiercer, the TV series. And then, I mean, yeah, like he's, you guys have seen his work. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Especially the the oh, TV yeah. series and, and OJ, like Frank said, is pretty sad. <laughs> yeah, it, it's on Netflix. And like uh, Quinn Tarantino said back in, because I had to go back and read this because when I was remembering, this was like from 2013. He said what Pong Jung-ho is doing now is like Spielberg in the 70s. Okay. That came from Tarantino? Yeah, and in his awesome speech, like he he thanked like Quinn Tarantino. He was like, Quinn, I love you. He's like, he gave a quote for like one scripture. Like his whole thing, he he went to like each individual director and he thanked like he and he told like Todd Phillips and other people, he's like, I wish I had a Texas chainsaw. And he's like, I'll cut this up into like five pieces and we can all take one. (laughs) And he has a oh sorry. All right, go ahead. I was about to say he has a badass like like he, he said, he's like tonight we drink. He has like a picture. You can, I'll put it up on like on our uh, IG Instagram. Yeah, I'll put it up on our, our Instagram. But it's on my personal. Instagram. It's like him like leaning back with like a drink in his hand. It's the most. It's the coolest picture. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I know Josh or who wants to start with their questions because I know we're all kind of going different ways with it. Mm-hmm. Josh, you. I mean, my questions are probably towards the end of the show. I really, I mean, because the movie is plain cut. Um, I mean, we were talking about before we started recording that he's really, this movie is really good at delivering you a comedy, a, ro- a, a weird romance between the, the tutor and the student. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, a thriller, a horror film. There's like all kinds of subgenres all thrown into one movie. Mm-hmm. Which is, you look at it, and then you have the ghost story with the little kid. Um, you know, it's just really the realer, you know. You, yeah, you can, I mean, I don't know if you guys caught on to that too. I did, yeah. I mean, you you catch it throughout the whole thing, and then the twist that it takes, going <laughs> just kind of deeper into the movie. You, you, I didn't expect that at all. Like, mm. I was like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> that's some M Night Shyamalan shit right there. It really is. <laughs> so, so uh, I, I, I guess ahead, just Dante. to like set it up a little bit sorry about like interrupting sorry right. i guess just to like you know set up a little bit the the movie is about a family like it, it's set in south korea and stuff like that like the the parents are like up in age they're not able to find work they live in like a semi-basement uh they, they try to find work folding pizza boxes to sell and yeah, like 
yeah. <laughs> and then like when like a terminator comes to like fumigate the uh, like the area, they're like close to one of the dads, like, no, 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 no. We'll we'll get free extermination. <laughs> yeah. So this is these are people like yeah, I wouldn't say like at their worst, but damn near near. Like they're they're very solid love and family, but they need money. And the son friend comes to them, and you could you pick up on like the son friend. He's a friend to him, but he also kind of like doesn't see him as a threat. Like he was like, "You can tutor this girl for me." He's like, "All the other guys, I gotta worry about them, but with you, I know I don't have to worry." And you can kind of take that as like them being friends or just like motherfucker, you 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 too poor for me to worry about you taking her. And they slow, and he goes in there, he gets to be the tutor, and he slowly, like, brings in his family. Like, it, it, I something I picked up on, like, uh, whenever, like, something happened and, like, he saw opportunity to bring his family in, it seemed like just, like, something that just happened at the spark of the moment. Then you figure out, holy shit, they had a plan to bring the fucking family in from the start. Bro, the way that they get to that point, like... yeah. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I like the while the dad feels some sympathy towards um, what do you call it? The the driver too. Like when they're sell, like when they're drinking the wine on the couch, and you could tell that he's had some sympathy a little bit because he's asking, "Well, you think she the, he found a good job and all that, you know?" And then the daughter gets mad, like, "Ah, fuck him!" But like in her Korean language, which <laughs> it's great to hear him cuss in Korean. You mean Korean? What's Korean, right? Yeah. yeah. What would I say? The Korean language. Oh, well, I don't know. What is it called? Is it like a special language? Oh, it's just Korean. Oh, well, I'm Korean. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's all good. We're, we're, we're all doing this as like a learning experience and stuff like that. Like you said, we're just, we're trying to open people's mind and stuff like that a little bit more. And I think we're, we're doing that. Like, we don't want to like butcher on the names and like you know, yeah. Say so, the wrong languages and stuff. Yeah, like so, full disclosure, I have the all the names up on my screen right now because it's and they're hard to pronounce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to actually pay attention to them because oh, yeah. you're gonna miss a, a name or two and then you're gonna get confused. Um, what's y'all's favorite scene of the movie? Oh, I think when uh, that guy in the basement is doing the lights because. The master comes home. Yeah. Like that, you can just instantly see how insane this guy is and (laughs) that he's been down there for so long. And then he's like praising him as he walks and he goes to each switch and he uses his forehead at one point because he's tied up and it's bloody. And it's just that his character and the way that he's brought in was just. (laughs) That got me. I love that. <laughs> Mines would have to be when, well, when the characters really talking about like when they get the drop on the family and they, uh, take a picture of them and they're upstairs making them do what they want. And there was like they was like, oh, you don't know anything about this house. This is a very culture house. The spirit of the architect lives here. The man who built that house, and he was like, well, how would they know about it? He's like, we used to sunbath here, and like you see, I guess you see like his memory of him and his wife dancing, mm-hmm. and, it, and it, it it cuts to the family, and like they make, I think like the dad makes a dash for the couch, 
and he kicks the couch and they fight for the phone. Like that that scene was hilarious. <laughs> um I think my favorite part would have to be when they have the flashback. Like with the little where they show why the kid is so traumatized of <laughs> where he sees the ghost. Kind of makes sense, like why he's so like the whole traumatic experience, um, why he gets seizures and all that. And then he sees the ghost again. Well, he sees the ghost again when he stabs the the, the daughter, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he gets he had another seizure. So yeah, I think that part is just eye opening because it reveals why he's going like this kid gets seizures. <laughs> His eyes, why he looks up to see yeah. the kid eating. I was like, oh shit, this really is a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and something that I read that you can also like pick up on. Like the rich family and stuff like that, uh, th- they're not bad people. Like in no, most movies, most movies like this, like the rich people are ass. Like I read, like both groups of parents, like you know, like they depend on the Kim family to like wash and drive and study and stuff like that. The, the only part that really makes like the part Mr. Park seems bad is when. Uh, his wife gets stabbed and like he's t- he's telling Mr. Kim to get the car and stuff like that and, and not caring about the other people that are like laying in front of him de- dying. Yeah, they're, they're not bad people. The bad people are actually the parasites of family. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, look at the extent they go to to get everybody fired. Mm-hmm. They almost kill that lady with the peach twice. Even the, even the maid is not a bad person. Sure. Yeah, like... Uh, <clears throat> All the good people are good people. It's just <laughs> the parasites are the uh, the family that's trying to get into this house to try and better themselves, and they're even they even say a prayer at the uh, at the dinner table, I guess, for their Wi-Fi <laughs> and for the boss. Like praise this bountiful Wi-Fi. I forget what the what the line was. I was like, it's just Wi-Fi. Man. <laughs> Hugely uh, enjoyable. Uh, a scene I like is like when the sun goes down and he drops the rock, and oh, he sees yeah. he sees like the farmer made body, and he's like, "Are you okay?" And then like behind him, you see like what is it? It, it was turned into like a noose, okay. kind of, and it pulls him and it drags him back, and that that whole scene had me on the edge of my seat, like. The guy picks up the rock and he gets off and he goes upstairs and he drags him and then like he bashes him in the head with the rock. And then he's like, all right, well, it's over. He goes to the ice box, he gets something to drink. He picks the rocks up again and he fucking throws it at his head. <laughs> and you see, it. he's just like, he's just laying in a puddle of blood. So can we talk about the son's obsession with the rock? Because he does grab it early when that guy's taking a leak under their window. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how they talked him out of it. They was like, he's like, don't, don't go too far. And like, you, and then next thing you know, he's just holding like a, a big thing of water. I was like, oh shit, he's been a killer guy. But yeah, that wasn't the first time we went for the rock, and it, uh, he wasn't a very uh, skilled artisan with that rock. <laughs> he drops it. I like how everybody was impressed by the watch the uh, the rock instead of the mom. The mom <laughs> when his friend brings it to him, and he was like, "It's a very impressive rock." And she was like, "Yeah, food would have been better." <laughs> <laughs> but 
But I think that's part of the culture, no? I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe like I don't like very that. straightforward and and blunt about things. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I'm dumb. I thought you were talking about the rock. I was like, I don't know. I'm like, maybe he studied, he liked studying rocks when he was in school. I don't know about that. But yeah, I guess being very straightforward, yes. <laughs> My bad. I should have explained a little better. <laughs> Um, so, Josh, do you have any other uh, questions for us on that? Okay. Let me see. My question would have to be about, like, what did you guys think about the ending? It's, it's, it seems like it's a continuation, like it's a part two, right? Um okay. The more like it's cool that he's still there. Like the, the story <laughs> continues with the ghost living in the basement. Good point. It's good point. Right? Am I saying? Am I? Did I get that right? That the, the, there's still a ghost in the basement. So it seems like there's, and he, it's not a ghost. It's really um, the dad. And now the son. I mean, it'd be cool if they make like a part two where the son. I know he wants to vow vengeance to retrieve <laughs> his dad. So it'd be cool to make a part two. Um, I really don't think there's gonna be a sequel to this movie, but you know. Well, I like the ending. It was a cool ending. It was a little cliffhanger ending. I like the foreshadowing that you saw, like when the dad is down there talking to the former house uh, housekeeper husband. He was like, "How can you live down here?" <laughs> he was just like, and the dude was like, "He's like, he's like, he's like, I got used to it. He's like, I felt like I was born here. Maybe I was, maybe I had my wedding here." And then at the end, like the dad ends up in that same face. He's just like, well, "I bet he enjoys it now." <laughs> So I'm going through the uh, the letter that he writes to his son. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, he's asking, have your injuries healed? I'm sure your mother is plenty healthy. I'm doing fine here. Because he's still in the basement. And it's, I think it's three months or a month later, right? Uh, I think it's about a month later. Because they can't turn that house over in one month. In three months. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, not, it's three months. Yeah. Because uh, the son, he was like in a little coma for a little bit. Yeah, so, spoiler alert, the son lives, even though his head got bashed in with a fucking rock. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and in the letter, he says, the damned housekeeper stays here 24 hours a day. Each time I go upstairs, I take my life into my hands, and it turns out the Germans eat more than just sausage and beer. What a relief. That's the time down here. Everything starts to go hazy. Today, at least, I was able to write you this letter. If I send out the letter this way every night, maybe someday you'll see it so long. Mm-hmm. So how friggin' long was he in that basement before the sun went back to him? Because I don't think that's clear, right? No, it, it just, uh, I think like he, he, he might send that letter out like every day, hoping that it gets seen. Yeah. And then like, you, you see the sun like kind of has like, he's like, I'm going to work hard. And get the house, and it shows this little scene, and he does, and then like it cuts to the sun, like just back at like that semi basement. <laughs> so, did you guys find like the way the basement was built into the house? Did you guys find that really cool? The way it was just kind of hidden away, and like nobody really knew. The family didn't know about it. I'm sure yeah. the architecture did. So. I think that, the, that's probably the why the housekeeper did, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think they explained to it because it was like a, 
a panic room or like a underground mm-hmm. bunker or something like yeah. that. You know, back in the Korean, I guess the communist days, I want to say. Maybe. So, but they said it was like a panic room slash bunker. Yeah. Just and, in case, you know, shit really happened. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they said the art... The architect, like, he was, like, ashamed of it, so that's why, like, he covered it off, and he didn't tell yeah. the Park family about it. But, yeah, I, I thought that, was, like, when she goes and, like, she was like, oh, I'm trying to get something, and she's like, honey, come up. And I was like, you you, you feel like it might flip into, like, a full-blown horror, horror movie. movie. Monster movie. It, it just shows a door, and it's, like, nothing but pitch black. And, you're, and the camera doesn't go down there with her. Yeah. And like you, you stay like with the mom who was the new housekeeper now, and you just like, what the fuck is she gonna come up with? Yeah, <laughs> I, I got that too. I thought it was gonna be like a um a horror movie monster, mm-hmm. the disfigured person coming up the stairs. I mean, and it turned out to be, you know, him. <laughs> <laughs> he is a monster and he gets in his own right. Owns owns loan sharks and all that, I guess. <laughs> All the condoms down there. I was like, now, was she going down there? Or, you know, like, that, that was a shitload of condoms. I was like, is he just, no like, like no jerking it into the condoms? I don't know. I, don't. <laughs> I think he used them to pee in, didn't he? I don't know, man. It just seemed like a waste. <laughs> if that's what he's doing. And now it makes me want to go watch it again and pay attention to more things. The little details bunch of details you got to look at with that movie especially with four movies you have to really pay attention to little details mm-hmm. which is hard to look at it because you're reading you don't want to miss anything of the dialogue but then you got to watch the, um, the pieces that they're showing so it's really hard to watch foreign films so I think foreign films you got to watch at least two or three times before you get the full experience it's fair I, I'll agree with that yeah because I mean I've watched it I think three times in total and I'm, I still like see new things or I because I'm reading the subtitles so when I know what they're saying I'll glance at it real quick and I'll look up at the screen to like actually watch the the scene going on or whatever it is but yeah you catch little things here and there and I don't know it's it you got to watch it a couple times but it's a it's a good ass movie I can't Mm -hmm. I can't get away from that Um, and then going off what you guys said earlier about there being a possible sequel HBO is doing a uh, a series on it, no, and, and Adam McKay is going to be part of that. Mm-hmm. So over here on IndieWire, but um, Bong Joon Ho's Parasite HBO series is an original story set in the film's universe, so it's not a remake. So I'm not sure if it's going off the family and what happens then, but. It just says it's an original series. It's in the same universe. And that's pretty much all it says. Like, it doesn't really give you much detail on anything else. Mm-hmm. And the themes of these movies are very universal. Like, uh, the difference between different classes, like higher class, lower class, rich and poor, late stage capitalism, like, you know, like taking advantage of all that. Like these are very universal uh, themes. These are very themes that we, we, everybody on here works at a job, and you know, basically can be labeled as a uh, slave wage. It's a, 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 a wage slave, you know. Basically, basically, just say, Frank, you're what? doing okay. The motherfucker that signs what? your check is wealthy. 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had to do the whole joke and stuff like that. Shaq is rich. The motherfucker that signs his check is wealthy. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you're struggling that you got to go be a parasite. <laughs> all right, go on. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's all. <laughs> Frank, it's real quick to let you know he's doing good. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. These are very universal themes. So I, it, it's nothing like specifically dealing with South Korea that can just like say and stuff like that. Like I, I've read like a little bit like Zeus. I think like they're saying some of it might take place in like the US, the UK. And I think like he has said like his version it will still be in South Korea and stuff like that. But like I, for as I know, like they're working on, they're keeping like the plots to himself. But like these are like, you know, things that can be placed, like, everywhere. So I'm definitely looking forward to that and see, like, how they're going to live up to this phenomenal movie. So, from Bong here, and it's from 2020. He says, the ideas are all stored in my iPad, and my goal with this limited series is to create a six-hour-long film. And then later in the article, um, he's talking about some of his ideas, and he says... Um, for example, when the original housekeeper Mungwang comes back in the late night, something happened to her face. Even the husband asked about it, but she never answered. I know why she had the bruise on her face. I have the story for that. And aside from that, why does she know the existence of this bunker? What relationship does she have with the architect to the to know of this bunker? And then he says, "I have all of these hidden stories that I have stored." Holy shit. I think it's going to be about the house. That's a good... You know what? Uh, Man, I think about that as a... I thought that was just like from the allergic reaction from the peach. Yeah, that's what I thought. But yeah, like on her lip and stuff like that. Like, I guess... Oh, shit. See? We're finding out new things and like, this ain't even even part of the fucking movie. I'm like, I'm literally amazed. I was like, man, I thought that was just allergic reaction. But he said like the bruise. I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) I didn't think about that. I didn't either. Because you do see her come back, and she had the... So, backstory, this fucking lady is allergic to peaches, so there's no peaches left in the house. (laughs) The way that they get her out of the house is they keep fucking pouring peach fuzz, like, on her. Like, they flick it on her, they put it in this little vial, they put it on her, and then they say that she has TB, (laughs) and then one day they're coming home from the grocery store, the driver and the fucking parasite, the parasite and the uh, the wife, and she's coughing into a trash can, so he takes hot sauce out of his pocket, and he pours it on the napkin that she just threw into the trash can. He's like, oh, look, there's blood on it. So that's how she gets let go, quotes. You would think he gave himself away when um, they're in the little sauna in the top. And she goes, I guess he touches her hand and then she tells him, did you wash your hands? And he just looks up like the confused look. I don't know if you guys caught that. Mm-hmm. It's just because I guess they also show a theme of the, the, the mom being like those, I guess, suburban moms. Mm-hmm. I would have to say like the Stepford wife who's just gullible to everything. Mm-hmm. Remember the son friend describes it as simple. Yeah, she's very like, she's gullible. <laughs> the way he said, oh, did you wash your hands? And he didn't even say that. He just looks up like a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you catch it? I mean, if you look back at that part. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, 
as Zuli was like saying it, the thing that kept going on my head, like Frank was like, these are terrible. As I'm watching it, I didn't think they were terrible people, but I was like, holy shit, they, I was like, they really were fucking scheming to get all these people thrown from their jobs and stuff like that. Like, yes. these, are, these are terrible motherfucking people. Like, like you said, that lady could have died. Josh, when they you- had a whole ass plan, dude. <laughs> I guess I was rooting for them. I was like, they poor, they need the money. <laughs> And it's they and the how movie, they got rid of the driver. <laughs> Think about it. Hey man, that was weird. The dad seemed surprised in the end too when like him and his wife were on that couch and he was like, Well, you still got those dirty panties. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> He's into some kinky stuff, right? Know, man. <laughs> she, she, she was like, Maybe if you buy me some drugs, I was like. Okay, earlier you didn't know if the driver would did some woman with drugs. Now, now the lady's a full on drug addict in your head. All right, <laughs> but yeah, just thinking about it now, I was like, holy shit, these people are terrible. Like watching it, you, you're rooting for them. He's like, oh, they finna, they, they finna get this money. <laughs> they, they scheming and scamming people and all that type of shit. Even the dad was like, oh, he, 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 oh what do you say? What do you say? Does Oxford have a, a, a class for forgery? Well, they should. <laughs> I think there was quotes in here from the uh, the daughter says it, I think. Uh, yeah, she says, dad today made a plan, a fundamental plan. We're going to earn money. A lot of it, university, a career, marriage, those are all fine. But first, I'll, un- I'll earn money. When I have money, I'll buy the house. One day we move in. Mom and I will be in the yard because the sunshine there is so nice. All you need to do is walk upstairs, take care of them until then so long. Mm-hmm. That was her last line. I-, I love how the son justifies things. Like when, when he's going for uh, the interview and he tells us that and he's like, Dad, this is not me ske- uh, cheating. Basically, he was like, he was like, this is just me printing out my application early. I'm going to the university next year. Yeah. Yeah. So he was trying to change. You could tell his son was trying to change his. Yeah. And, you know, they they, they did what they had to do. Like, it wasn't right, but, you know, they did what they had to do. I'm I'm really trying to justify their shitty action. I was just like, the more I think about it, I was like, oh, shit, this movie does a great job of getting you to root for terrible, terrible people. Like, literally, okay. like, wanted to... Uh-huh. Uh, so, what is it called? The the kid... Or not the kid, the, uh, the tutor goes and tells them about the peaches, why they're a forbidden fruit in the house, and that gets the damn wheel turning. Josh, like, <laughs> you gonna defend that? Jesus... <laughs> hey man, she stood in the way. Now let me stop. <laughs> like, Am I a parasite? Now let me stop. <laughs> I just like at, at, at that moment because before you were like it's a plan. It always just seemed like a spark of the moment type of thing. Like when he's listening about like how the kid needs like a new art teacher, and he was like, you know what? I know someone. <laughs> and then and when the, the driver. Card. Yeah, and then with the driver and stuff like that, like, she just fucking, like, she has a look on her face and she pulls down her panties and, like, put it in there. And then, like, a couple minutes after that, she was like, the plan is in motion. I already did it. I was like, damn. 
And I, I, I like the scene where they're going over the script, like, well, for like to, to say the, uh, the housekeeper had TB and he was like, Dad, your emotions are going up. I need you to bring it back down. <laughs> I mean, they're plotting this thing the whole time, they're <laughs> role playing it. But sure, they're practicing. They're uh, rehearsing. Their, 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 uh, their dad is rehearsing his scenes, like the way he's going to say things. Mm-hmm. The son is coaching him, saying, "You got to. You're too emotional. <laughs> you got to bring it down. Uh-huh. This emotion. It's just, it's just scheming, like from the beginning. <laughs> scheming is also a universal thing that can be translated anywhere. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> I'm not gonna get into it, but it's some schemers here. <laughs> Not on this podcast, just like in our really daily lives. I was about to say, uh, example? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm thinking about people I know in like my life. I'm like, yeah, it's some schemers. <laughs> I was like, not on here, not on here. Not not, not me or, or my two uh, co-hosts and other people on here. <laughs> we're all genuine. We're not parasites. <laughs> if you get in our way, we will not do anything to take you out. I promise you. Yeah, I won't use your allergic reactions to my advantage. I <laughs> it's just if you don't. fuck up, like if you fuck up on your own, don't expect us to save you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drowning. Throw me a parachute. Sit on the block. No. <laughs> Do you guys think it deserved best picture out of that list you'd said earlier, Zoli? Um, I mean, going off what you guys said earlier, it's got everything. In one, it's dramatic, it's a little suspenseful, it's got comedy in it, it's well-written, it's shot well, and the way that they designed the house around to be, like, one of the main things in the story, and to design the family the way they did, I think it does deserve Best Picture, because everything else was kind of focused on one thing or the other. You had a war flick, you had Jojo Rabbit, a good comedy... You had, um, I mean, the, the other movies were great. Like, don't get me yeah. wrong, but I think this went over the top. Yeah, I think this one did. I think it was a good call to make this one best picture out of here. And it yeah. was what, the first, was it the first foreign one or the first? Yes, Korean? sir. Yeah, yes. it was the uh, first foreign to win best picture. Right? I, I, yeah, actually, you were right on both, Frank. Like, this was the uh, first foreign film to win for Best Picture, like non-English, and it was also like the first film, the first South Korean film to receive an Academy Award. So like you were you were right on both. Thank you, thank you. I try. Look at Frank. <laughs> I try, I try. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it, it it's well deserved, man. Yeah, I, I thought like it, it deserved like well everything that it won, Best Picture, Best Director, because he directed the shit out of it. Because most of it was just like at this house. And like and, and like I said, like we don't even know about this whole other room underneath it until like it's time for us to know. And then when you find, and then when you see all that and stuff like that, and it's just like, man, he, it, it's just, I, people should just go see. That that's what we, that's basically like what we're just saying. I was like, I'm like, just sit down, watch it. Oh, I, you. you I, I, that's something I don't understand. Like I always hear about like anime being super popular now right now, which it should be because it's a lot of good anime. 
And then you start talking about foreign films and people just like, no, nah, not for me. You're just like, what? You just told me you watched like six seasons, 130 some episodes of a show called Bleach. Don't knock on Bleach. No, no, no. no, no I, 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 I don't know what Bleach. You couldn't say like Pokemon or yeah, oh, so, you know what Pokemon? You couldn't say like yeah, like nothing, Shadow, nothing, nothing Shadow wrong Art Online or Shadow I, Sword Shadow. I don't know I, what that was. Yeah, I remember one of my friends like they were like they were trying to like get me into Bleach. Something I'll get around to eventually. And like he, he was he was like, yo, uh, if you're gonna watch the start at season six, and I was like, what? It was like. It was like season something. Like, he's like, yeah, you got started like 54 episodes because the other ones before they're not as good. And I was like, how the fuck did you reach this conclusion? <laughs> do you? <laughs> That's true. Um, question. Do you guys think foreign directors are more disciplined in their filmmaking than, I guess, um, like J.J. Abrams or the Coen brothers or or what's his name? Martin's. What is his name? Martin's Chris Cosi. <laughs> Do you think they're more uh, disciplined on foreign flicks? Uh, well, th- like we gotta look at like how foreign films are like made and stuff like that. Like they have like more funding that goes to like like government funded and things like that. Like they make movies like kind of like you know, some things are just not in a director's uh what I'm trying to say, like, control. it might not, yeah, in their control, like in their hands and stuff like that. Like, if you need like 10 million and they like, fuck you, we're only gonna give you three to make it work. And yeah, but I, I, I guess you could say like more control and stuff like that because they, they do have more control. A lot of them have like final cuts. They know, uh, like, if you like, like Bong Joon Ho and stuff, I'm pretty sure he gets like final cuts, final edit. Uh, he can like do the promotions and stuff like that. Like he is like he he can just run his set fully. And I think like that's kind of like a culture shock. Like when foreign directors come to America and like, they're dealing like more more studio interference. Like when he made Snowpiercer for the Weinstein Company and stuff like that. Harvey Weinstein is known as Edward Scissorhands for cutting films, and he wanted to cut it. And like they had like a little battle because it took a while for Snowpiercer to come out. And, like, he won that. Uh, it was some scene I forgot what. I think it was, like, something to do with, like, a fish. And, like, Bong Joon-ho told me, he was like, oh, that means something significant to me, like, in my culture, or, like, with my dad. And he was like, that's how I won that battle. And I think, like, somebody sent him, like, a sword, and, like, he might have took it as a threat. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I guess you could say, like, they're, they're more, like, have more control. I'm trying to see what uh oh, okay here it is so it cost 13.5 billion korean won to make the movie and in u.s money that's 12 million dollars so i mean it's not a huge blockbuster like the stupid avengers movies or the star wars movies oh here we go we're just talking about the budget man we're just talking about the budget budget frank <laughs> Spoiler alert, we're talking about the Star Wars in a few weeks, so. <laughs> but, um, what did it gross? Like, 165 million worldwide, I think. 
170 million. So it made a ton of money for being what it is. And, and I know we're talking about like discipline and all that, but like Josh was saying, I think it's, they're, they're different. They're different. Uh, what's the word we're looking for here? Like movies made from us film production companies. I think you're paying more for the stars in there. Cause I don't, I don't think they have as much of an impact to these foreign films as these huge dumb blockbusters that, get pushed out everywhere that are made for wide audiences. Cause like, I wouldn't recommend this to take your kids to, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like there's a little bit of a difference between giant blockbusters or, you know, like knives out the different movies that, that cost different money, but this just, I, I don't know. Yeah. I was like, well, what a fantastic reference. <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, man, I'm like fucking night nights. It was wonderful. <laughs> but yeah, like you said, even though like, you know, there's a little kid in here that knows more it's code, you definitely shouldn't take your kids to see this. Definitely. Yeah, kids are scout, all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, like you said, like it, it uh, every once in a while and stuff like that, like uh a, I guess you could say a smaller movie, it just connects. And then and I remember this movie just picking up steam. It was like in because it was foreign, like it, it'll probably play at a movie theater that's like 15, 20 miles. Like I, for me, in here in Houston, it was playing like at the River Oaks Theater and like other like theaters that are like kind of far from me and stuff like that. I was like, "Ooh, I want to see Parasite," but I'm like, it's not playing anywhere near me. And yeah, so I was reading an article where it says it was making like 125 thousand a weekend, being spit out onto the smaller screens around mm-hmm. the U.S. So mm-hmm. it wasn't doing great, but it it made it where it had to to get mm-hmm. to where it was. Yeah, and I and I remember seeing like the word of mouth just going out. It was like, "Have you seen Parasite? Go see Parasite!" Like, uh, like every time they release like a TV spot, and uh, I, 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 I just want to say like support your local libraries and stuff like that, like. It, even like once we get past like this pandemic and we will get past, keep supporting your local libraries because that's how I get to see a lot of foreign films. And I requested Parasite, so I got to see Parasite like a week before it saw, uh, well, a week before it won Best Picture. So I got to, I got to jump on that hype train right before, and like, I got to just stun on people. I was like, I seen the Best Picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to be one of those people just with like just this whole month like oh Parasite because like I think like after that like it exploded like it, it, it got to go to like more theaters and stuff like that but i was just like y'all just yeah y'all just now jumping on the wave i've been on <laughs> so when did you get to see it frank i know zoo you said you saw it like during uh the pandemic when do, when did you get to see it frank i saw it when it got announced for the oscars so what i do every oscar year <laughs> is i watch who gets nominated of course, I've seen some of them before, but um, what I do is I go and start watching every movie, and I mm-hmm. I make my own Oscar card and my own. This year I haven't done it yet, but mm-hmm. um, I make my own Oscar scorecard and who I think should win, who I think will win. Um, and yeah, Parasite I thought should have won, and when I first saw it, uh, I would say like this was the movie that won like before everything in the world just changed. Just like that. Cause like this one, February 
2020 and then like you know like march and stuff like the things like went from holy shit and for like this year and stuff like that, it, it it just feels a little weird and stuff like that like because you know moves are playing like online and stuff like that and so, you know theaters are opening up and stuff like that but it's been like kind of even though it's been easier way to like see the movies that are announced so it's also been like a little bit harder and stuff like that because I've been going towards like older films, like movies that've been out for a while, and I've just been like rewatching stuff, like like conference and stuff. But I, I managed to see like a couple films this year that are like nominated and stuff, like some I you know really liked and stuff like that. But yeah, that uh, this you know this this movie just like it it, it came out and won before the world changed, so. Like that's some significance right there. Not only was like the first foreign film to win, like it it was like the last one to play like in a you know theater for like open wide and stuff. Yeah, because I think what three weeks later is when the whole world shut down. Basically, right? It was three weeks. Damn, man, it's been so long. Yeah, Yeah, man. This was was, February was the Oscars. That's when it won, and then March, like twelfth. 14th is when Rudy Gobert started. Yeah, because Rebecca and I were supposed to go to DC to go film up there for a while. Mm-hmm. And that got canceled. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, shit, shit moved fast. Like, uh, Frank was down here in January. We had a wonderful time going out, <laughs> drinking, <laughs> watching some wrestling and stuff like that. And then just like a couple months later, seeing Manny made just dark. Was a very eerie feeling. I was I'm like, just blank, nothing going on, and like things are slowly backing up. So, I guess like in a way and stuff like that, like Parasite was the one that we saw before things changed. Maybe you know, now that things are opening back up and stuff, that doing this movie right now is kind of like another like you know metaphorical way of saying like maybe this is like something that can help us at a time to get us, us through this. I have not been drinking, I swear. (laughs) 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 That's my after the show. So, real quick, before we start closing out the show and stuff, the nominees this year for Best Picture, Mm -hmm. um, The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and the trial of the Chicago Seven. How many have you guys seen of those? Uh, I've seen. Again? Was Borat nominated? Or no, not for best picture. He just got nominated for best actor, right? An actress, or supporting actress. Yeah, I think so. I'm not looking at the mm-hmm. at the nominees for it, but I'm pretty sure you're right on that one too. No. I, I have seen Judas and the Black Messiah. Which will probably win Best Supporting Actor for Daniel uh, Kumala. I can't pronounce his last name. For Best Supporting? And, what about Lakeith? Well, uh, I hate when they do things like, because uh, his character is really the lead you character. You say you don't like Lakeith. No, it's fine. No, you just say you don't like Lakeith. I don't like Lakeith. You're fucking crazy. You just said I fucking, it. I love Lakeith Stanfield. Ah, oh, you're just trying to just. But, but, but like Daniel, he, for Fred Hamlet, he's probably going to win for Best Supporting Actor, even though like his role is leading. Like Oscar, they, they'll do that. Like they'll like you know try to tip things in their favor and stuff like that. But yeah, like Lakeith is phenomenal in it. But yeah, I've seen Judas and the Black Messiah. I've seen No Man's Land, which will probably win Best Picture and probably Best Director. 
uh, what, what else? I saw? I, I saw Mank. I didn't really like Mank too much. Like David Fincher, uh, Gary Oldman. I was like, ooh, this is gonna be good. Then I watched, and I was just like, yeah, it was, yeah. It kind of yeah. dragged for me. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like uh, I was expecting something a little bit more interesting than what it was. Uh, I've heard great things about Promising Young Woman. I haven't seen it yet. And um, what was the one? How do you pronounce it? It's like uh, it's like M I N I R I. Minari. Minari. Yeah, I heard that's phenomenal. I'll get my hands on that. But I, yeah, I've, I've just seen like a couple of them. So yeah, juice in the- I'm not gonna lie, I haven't been keeping up this year. So I've only uh-huh. seen. Um, what do you call that movie? Uh, <laughs> Jesus in Black, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Normanland, it's on Hulu. That's also on Hulu. That'll pro- okay. Like I said, like, that'll probably win Best Director for Chloe Zhou. She's she's probably going to be like the first uh, Chinese-American woman to win, and probably like the second woman to win Best Director. She's phenomenal. Like, I haven't seen her first movie, but I saw her second movie, uh, The Rider. Great. This is her third movie. She 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 got you know picked up by Marvel. She's gonna do the Eternal. That's neither here or there. That's whatever. Cause I don't want that to come out late in Frank. But like that's that's the only reason he's giving her credit. But yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, no, no. Yeah, like uh, just real like the writer. Like the first movie she made, it was like on an Indian reservation. She met a guy who you know rode horses, but he had a brain injury that probably could have uh, you know could kill him if he ride again. And she decides to make a movie around his life, like basically his story. And she gave him a character. She cast like his sister and his real dad and, and spot him trying to find a different path when riding bulls is the only thing that he knows. And he has a friend in the movie, a guy named Lane that suffered a traumatic head injury, basically leaving him like kind of like paralyzed and stuff. That's also his friend, but he's in the movie. Like it's, it's just a great, beautiful movie and she does kind of the same thing in No Man's Land with Frances McDonald playing a character who loses her house, her job, her husband and she goes on the road meeting other people, older other older people that that probably social security and stuff like that won't take care of them so they, they will work at places and they travel and like I said it's, it's on Hulu, it's great, that's probably going to win Best Picture, Best Actress and Best uh, Director uh, yeah, G- uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, also a great film that was on HBO Max. Yeah, uh, Manx is on Netflix. If that's your thing. What, what all have you seen, Zuli? Uh, Chicago Seven, Sound of Metal. I've seen those, uh, yes, okay. I've seen those two. That's what I forgot. Yeah, we, 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 we saw Sound of Metal. <laughs> yeah, wait, we saw those two. We were all two. talking about that. Yeah. I, I, I knew I forgot something. I'm so sorry. Riz Azami is fucking phenomenal in Sounds of Metal. Yeah. Way better than Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> like Sound of Metal, that that uh, I, I like the support of uh, Paul Rauchy, the the guy that plays Joe, Joe that helps him. Like when he goes yeah. to the thing, like oh man, Sound of Metal is good. Damn, I'm I'm so glad you brought it because when I. Uh, <laughs> When I was doing, I was like, man, I forgot. I was like, man, I'm forgetting some. And I was like, finna look it up. And when you say like Sound of Metal, I was like, oh shit, all three of us have seen some. We were the one like Zuli, why Sound of Metal? Why Sound of Metal? 
Sound of Metal, it hit home with me because I'm a drummer. So, like, if I lost my fucking hearing, I feel for him in that movie. And it's so, it's so real because you can feel everything. But, I mean, sound is everything for us. Like, if, if I can't hear the drum or the guitar and the bass and the vocals, what am I? So, I think that's why I love that one so much, too. I don't think it's going to be a Best Picture winner, but, um, but definitely a good one. Go check it out. And the, the Trial of Chicago 7, definitely go watch that. Uh, Mank, and like me and Josh said, it, it, it kind of dragged, and I, I was expecting something different. And yeah. Blah. And then Judas and the Black Messiah was great. I loved it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to watch Nomadland tonight, so mm-hmm. I'll give you guys my review tomorrow. <laughs> I had a friend recommend me uh, Promising Young Woman. Like She just texted me. About like a week or two ago, she was like, "Oh, have you seen Promising Young Woman?" She was like, "It's great," and I've heard great things about it and stuff like that. But like that, this is gonna sound like kind of like fucked up a little bit and stuff like that. You you can't find it on any streaming stuff. Like you have to go and like rent it, and like sometimes I'll be like, "Yeah, is this really worth me?" Like you know, <laughs> buying. Oh, like this movie. This movie like this. This could be lunch. <laughs> Basically, what I'm saying is like, you know, donate to us so we can eat and watch movies. <laughs> Don't make me decide if watching a movie or having lunch. It's up to you guys. <laughs> if the donations start coming in, I know this plea has worked. They're gonna be like, yo, that guy's gotta eat. Damn, the father's 20 bucks on Amazon. That's to rent. <laughs> I love I, I love me some Anthony Hawkins, but I don't know about that. Just like seeing him suffer from Alzheimer's for like twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I want to see Minari too. I think like Minari's expensive too. And, I, and like I love Stephen Yu from like The Walking Dead and Burning and uh, Sorry to Body. Like that, he's phenomenal. Do like you think that, they should have added a fun movie to this cake? Like a fun movie to this uh, list of best pictures. You, you don't think it's maybe the maybe the movies they chose this year are a little too sad? Like, what would have been the fun movie that you would add? Borat, maybe just throw it in there just for shits and giggles. Good, good point. Good point. Because all the movies, name those movies again, Jolie, one by one. Uh, the Father. Okay, what's <laughs> what's the premise behind the Father? <laughs> Anthony Hopkins said. got fucking Alzheimer's, bro. Okay, 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 so, <laughs> the, okay, go with another one. What's the next one? Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay, well, we know the premise of that one. Okay, go to the next one. <laughs> Mank. Okay, what's the premise behind that one? Um, let me let me go to the IMDb page. It's a, it's about a screenwriter. Mm-hmm. If I remember him, correctly, <laughs> him him fighting Olson Wells about who gets credited or uh, Citizen Kane. I was gonna say a Citizen Kane, yeah. All right, so there's another, you know, kind of depressing. Okay, next one. Uh, Minari. What's that one? What's the premise behind that one? Uh, I have no idea. I haven't haven't watched it. It's an A24 <laughs> film. Yeah, it, uh, I'm looking at it right now, and I'm also like going off, but like by hitting so it's Stephen Yu, like he moves his family to Arkansas to like start like a farm. Wait, wait, the Walking Dead guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, so no, no, no. Replace this movie. 
Okay, so it's another one that's kind of like oh, so did I bet you replace deals... this movie. Yeah, I said replace it. I'm just saying he deals. I'm guess, I'm guessing he deals. He goes to Arkansas, right? He deals with prejudice and all that. I guess a little bit, but you know, like he's trying to like store like a form. It, it's like kind of like semi uh, autobiography, like by like the director and stuff like that. Like I, I've heard like it's phenomenal. What you guys against? Don't don't hold the Walking Dead against Steven. You, my man has done <laughs> other things. Like I said, burning. Sorry to bother you. I'm like my man's out here doing great things. Yeah, yeah, he's he's been doing a lot of shit. That was also my, on, uh, Prime Video, so. My 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 argument is that maybe he should have added a fun movie to this list. But what fun movies came out? I just said it, Borat. I don't think that's on the same spectrum as everything else. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of a got you kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Ooh, once I just saw that, what I probably thought should have got like uh, best picture, One Night in Miami. Like it's. It, it's it, it deals with serious things, but like it's just four guys like talking, having a good time. And the uh, <laughs> Andre Adalas Hodge, the one who plays Jim Brown, like he's hilarious in the movie. That's actually a really good movie. I don't know why that didn't get any. Did it get nominations at all? Best Supporting Actor for Leslie Odom okay. to play Sam Cooke. Best Adapted Screenplay for Kim Powell, who also directed uh, Soul. And it got Best Song. I thought Regina King should have got like nominated for Best Director, but it happens. Ooh, Josh is going to send his grievances to uh, the Academy. <laughs> that was a good movie. I enjoyed that movie. And want to have something else? Like, uh... It's nominated for like best director for Thomas Vanbrook. It's it's on Hulu. I haven't seen it, but I heard it's great. It's it's right up you guys, Ali. It's called Another Round. It has Mads Minkus in it, like the guy that played in uh, Casino Royale. He was the chief, like he was the one that beat James Bond. Ball, phenomenal actor, The Hunt. He was in the the TV show Hannibal. He played Hannibal. <laughs> you if, if you like if you. Like look them up and stuff like that. Like you know, what I'm talking about. Uh, basically, this movie is about guys that get together. They, they're in their forties. They, they read a study that if you keep your blood alcohol level at zero point zero five percent, it makes you more creative and relaxed. So I guess like that probably goes hilariously wrong. Right, zero point zero five or zero point five. We yeah, that's what what I read. Like I said, zero point zero five. So a sip of a beer? Uh, I don't know. From the trailer, I saw like they were like pretty much drinking. Like it said, it, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it said the rules of it, you should never be below zero point zero five, and they should not drink after eight p.m. And then okay, and then it increases to zero point ten. Oh damn, Frank, we're on a roll here then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah, so I guess like it gets like, but yeah, like it, it, it's on Hulu. Like I, I, I remember like hearing about it. So like that's something I will get into. Like I'm like maybe that might be fun, or you know, you just you just see their lives like go hilariously like fucked up. Like it's a drama comedy. <laughs> uh, so most of these movies are either Hulu. Uh, Amazon Prime for 20 bucks, or if you have Prime, they're included. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have, I think Nomadland is the Netflix one, yeah, it's, right? Yeah, it's on Hulu. Is it Hulu? Yeah, it's Hulu. So Mank is Netflix. Yeah, Mank is Netflix. Okay, that's that's what it is. So yeah, people can go watch all these. Uh, and you got two days, cause, or well, not when this comes out, but, but the Patreon members will have two days to go watch these <laughs> and, and give us their feedback. But uh, yeah, I mean... I think a pretty decent list. Like Frank says, I kind of wish there was something a little more fun there, but I guess COVID kind of put a stop to all that last mm-hmm. year. And I'm, I'm looking up uh, like 35 movies that like were kind of like ignored. And I'm out, and one of the pictures I seen, which is a movie that I I loved. It was one of the last ones I got to see in a theater. The Invisible Man. I thought that was great. Ooh, that was a good. Uh, and, February 2020. So also before you, yeah, I'm like visual Elizabeth Moss is phenomenal. Madman. Uh I haven't seen the handmaiden tale, but uh I have a brother that watches it and like even he like it made him go look up Madman. Like she is great. Like in this movie, I can't even express like I I, I thought she should have been nominated for best actress. I just closed my window. Um So I was kind of hoping that she would have got that. Well, I mean, we'll see. Um, I'm going to live tweet on Sunday, all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe I'll go live on our Instagram page for Best Picture just to mm-hmm. get a reaction. <laughs> um, but I'll try and watch everything before Sunday afternoon so I can start watching it starts at uh 4 30 p.m mountain that's 5 30 central so we'll see what happens um but yeah i agree with you josh i think uh what's it called um nomadland i think is gonna win yeah and uh yeah uh my money's are definitely on a uh, chloe so to win that and stuff like that, like it's it's, yeah. it's been very diverse for like uh, people of like Asian descent, very well deserved. Like I said, like that minority and stuff. With that, I fucking heard phenomenal things about it. <laughs> like for real, it, like and it, but, but like you say, like look at like to rent, it's like twenty dollars to rent, and like I said, I'm I'm just like shit. Like I can buy lunch with that. And I'm like I'm not I'm like I'm not just being a dick. And like I, I heard great things about promising young woman for like Carrie Mulligan. Uh, and if you look up like that trailer and stuff like that, like it's a woman that's getting back at like same quotation mode, nice guys, like guys that pick you up in a bar and they're like, Hey, are you drunk? And they take her back to the house and like, you know, try to have sex with her and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, the seemingly nice guys, the ones that are not too nice. So I've heard like, she's great in that. So it, we say that all the time every year it was like oh it wasn't that good of a year then you go back like a year or two later and you was like shit that was good <laughs> so I, I expect that to happen you know again stuff like that but yeah just watch Parasite <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the only free option unless you have Prime but definitely watch Parasite uh, you guys got anything to add before we close the show out Enjoy the show on Sunday. Hopefully, your favorite movie wins. Mm-hmm. My favorite movie is not even nominated for it. <laughs> Hopefully, you've seen the movies that have been nominated. <laughs> I, I, 
I, I have two things. One, the Borat fax machine where they're like texting each other through fax is one of the <laughs> stupidest, hilarious things I ever seen in my life, and I loved it. <laughs> and uh, Bung Jungho is a fucking master. I'm telling you, we, you are seeing a man operate at the top of his craft. Like it's uh, all on Netflix, Snowpiercer. It'll probably be. I'm, I'm pretty sure like it's on TV somewhere. Probably on TBS or something. Not the TV show, but the movie with uh, Chris Evans and uh, Timothy Spencer and all that. And I think like Ed, well, not Ed, Ed Harris is in there. It's a lot of other people. Uh, Memories of a uh, Murder, which is probably like supposedly his masterpiece. I haven't seen it, but like. Uh, it, Supposedly, it influences Zodiac by David Fincher, another great film. The Mother, I don't know if that's still on Netflix, but it might be. And Parasite, it's on Hulu. Like I'm like, like I said, like he's a master director operating on it, very accessible. Like it, it might seem, you know, kind of hard, you know, uh, watching the South Korean movie, but I promise you, it's a lot of fun. You'll laugh, you'll have thrills, might some scares and stuff like that, but. You enjoy it. I agree. You might have to watch it more than once just to kind of catch everything, but mm-hmm. definitely worth it. Sure. So hop over that one inch burial of subtitles <laughs> <laughs> and enjoy it. That's honestly the the greatest quote about foreign films. Yeah. Frank, you got to add anything, sir? Uh, watch Borat. <laughs> 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 and then send Frank a fax when you're done with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll uh, we'll see you next week. D is silent. I know.